A lot can happen in the next three years. Like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans are available for these changing times. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer budget-friendly, flexible coverage for people who are in between jobs or missed open enrollment. The plans last nearly three years in some states, with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. So for whatever tomorrow brings, United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans may be for you. Learn more at UH1.com. What up, you're Lizama Sacker, I'm Jake. I'm Ryan. And Ryan. Very nice. Ryan slash Borat Sagajev. <laughs> America, is... <laughs> the USNA. That's right, people. We're gonna do we're gonna do the entire episode like this. It's gonna be a Borat episode. Nothing spookier or scarier than that, isn't it? Boom. Anyway. <laughs> Anyways, this is a podcast about movies, about TV shows, about video games. About having sex with my wife. My wife. My wife. My wife. All right, so now that everybody else has turned off, Ryan, we had some serious spooky shit to deal with earlier in my house. So you showed up in about five minutes after you sat down on my couch for the first time. We saw the biggest. You saw it first. You're like, I did oh, see it. Oh my God, Becky. Look, Look at, at that, that spider. spider. It's and so big. <laughs> and I was like, damn, son. It was the largest brown recluse spider that is that not a brown of course <laughs> that, was some, was, that was some basic bitch spider it was, it was wolf, probably like it was a wolf there spider there was nothing woofy about it <laughs> it was it was a big spider it was man, a, there was nothing woofy it about it it was a big son of a bitch and that's all I gotta say and I went to grab a paper tail cause I'm like I'm about to squish this motherfucker cause you know what he's in my territory but Ryan being the gentle soul that he is said you know what if a life's we, a life, dude. That's like what if I we were by. in the outside. That spider wouldn't try to kill you. So you shouldn't try to kill it. And I was it like, it probably ran in because all the rain would be getting lately. Yeah, maybe because we have the hurricane. That's why I'm having these sinus problems right now because there's a hurricane. Wait, has coming. there been 52 hurricanes? No. Are you talking about the fact we're in the Greek alphabet? Yeah, because we made it to Z. Zeta is the eighth letter in the Greek alphabet. Well, fuck me, I'm stupid. It's like Jesus said, I'm the Alpha and the Omega. Omega is the last one, and there's twenty nine letters in the Greek alphabet. I look I at my wife, and she's like, "Why won't the dog poop for me?" And I'm like, "It's because I'm the Alpha. <laughs> because I'm the Omega. You're I'm the, the Omega. Begin- I'm the Alpha. I'm the beginning and the end, motherfucker. That's Whoop. what I. That's what I'm about. Anyways, you know, Zeta's like the sixth or the eighth letter, something like that. Okay, Anyways, so we're not like crazy. Someone that was in a fraternity, let me know if that's false. Actually, you know what? I don't. You care. probably don't know. You probably a bro who drink or a sorority sister. I don't really You're sister who drink. I don't really give a shit. But yeah, so we saw the biggest uh, spider I've ever seen in my entire life. In my house. Okay. Yeah. There so you go. not maybe the biggest, but the biggest I've seen. Well, in we a got while. a fucking Yankee candle. And so I saved a life. Ryan was like, let me take care of it. So I was like, you know what? I'm a giant ass pussy. You know what? You You're not a giant ass pussy. You small ass pussy. Yeah. I love you. <laughs> <laughs> you know, some people say the, the smaller, the better, actually. But um, uh, tighter, the, so, I think it's the word you were tighter. For. Anyways, uh, so I handed you the paper towel, you know, and you proceeded to chase it under the couch. And naturally, it went and hid. So we had to do a little bit of rearranging of my entire living room to 
extricate this very large spider from the the sanctuary it was seeking. Non slip shit, and I thought I was scuffing your floor. I was like, Yeah, motherfucker. Yeah, so I put (laughs) I put that down before I had like a rug. Well, you know what? I had to let a bitch know because I was like, "Mm, (laughs) it's squeaking. (laughs) This sounds like it took thirty minutes, but really it was like five frantic minutes trying to. Get this spider out of you here. You know, just dudes. Yeah. Hanging so, out. Anyways, we move, I have a big sectional. We had to s- split it apart, move some furniture around. We found the spider. Ryan put in a candle. A uh, Yankee candle. Yeah, a Yankee hashtag candle. Hashtag blessed. Hashtag fall. Hashtag leaves. Hashtag the perfect autumn. Anyways, that spider is in the candle. And hashtag took, flannel. Took it outside, left it in the rain, so it's probably... Yeah, I put it on the side... So it was out of the rain. It was underneath the uh, roof or the awning or whatever. Oh, okay. Anyway, he was good. Okay. Or so he was probably going to sneak back in the house. Could be. Not far enough. It's that was a big ass spider, but I just can't to kill the neighbor's nothing. house. I can't kill nothing, man. <laughs> I can't kill nothing. Yeah. He was like a dog sized spider. He it was, was not <laughs> a dog slash spider. But I, I, so me and Jake, we had a birthday party for my wife. Well, my wife. Well, my wife. And uh, so. What size it, cage did you get? Um, just a decent size cage. <laughs> decent size. And the only one girl could go in there. If you've seen Borat, or Borat then which, you would know. Which we'll, we'll get to. We'll get to that. <laughs> um, but yeah. So over the weekend, me and Jake watched this guy and had not jerked off for like 38 years. And let me tell you. It, that, so this was a video we didn't just show up to his house and be like hey man somebody told me about it i was like yeah. fuck it i'll look it up and we didn't just show up to his house and be like hey man is today the day and he's like yeah i guess it is so yeah i well no i did not you, jerk off this you two go you stand were, behind that plexiglass shield and i'll uh get get started here efuck.com um a friend told me about it and you know inquisitive minds want to know so we looked at it and there's this guy with like Red balls that are the size of like a pumpkin, two potatoes. It's they're honestly, I don't see how this man wore pants. He grew up near a nuclear reactor, had to have. He had like a Chernobyl nut sack. It was, oh, it was <laughs> that I enjoy. I like that saying, <laughs> Chernobyl nut sack. It was absolutely and it was tremendous. The big, the biggest balls you've had, the most the people biggest. are saying they've never seen balls the size of this. I I've literally have not. Balls. I will actually agree with that. Um, so this man began to spurt like a fountain for quite some time. I mean, that was quite an ogasm. Um, and so I asked Jake, I was like, would you like this big spider to crawl across your leg while you're in bed or be in the presence of this man who is Ojazin. I, I, I don't know. Those are both they're both bad situations. I'd I rather think, have a spider man. I ain't gonna be near somebody as Ojazin. You're probably right. That spider's not out to get me specifically, unless I've wronged it. What if that a, man had AIDS? In a past life. Yeah, Ojaz your eye or something like yeah, that. Yeah, I, I mean, it, even if I was wearing a raincoat, I wouldn't feel safe in that situation. No raincoat, just a condom. Because honestly, that that um, even an umbrella or a plexiglass shield couldn't have. Couldn't have saved you from that. Go we don't to efuck.com and just look up 38 years. And you will find that. it. It may have gone on for five minutes. And he just cut it down. To I me. showed my family. Well, just my sister and you her. have my a brother very different family dynamic I, than some people have, to be fair. So I thought about this, too. Megan said that my wife, my wife. And I thought about this <laughs> one time that my sister, she was like, hey, she was showing my mom at the house. And she was like, yeah, I can queef now. And. She proceeded, yeah, on command. So fully clothed, obviously. 
Um, she Obviously. laid on her back and stuck her legs to the sky and began queefing all over the place. And then I heard that that was not normal. And I thought to myself, that's probably true. That's not normal. My brother can do that. Your brother can queef. I mean, he can lay on his back and fart on command. Yeah. It's like it sucks in. It's like your body's struggling for oxygen. It's like, <gasps> yeah, it's like if you, it's like if you have a car, the fuel pump is dying. It's just gasping for air. Yeah, and it's just a lot of air. Yeah, so well, really a lot of air. So that analogy wasn't similar at all. But yeah, but I mean, and the the, my is, family's weird. Yeah, your family's weird, and the air is the only common denominator between those two things. But yeah, maybe everybody's family is a bit weird if we're if we're being honest about it. Well, I, there's some weird aspects. Yeah, so let me some share weird, my family with you. Yes, some weird aspects for sure. Yeah. Um, so Jake, let's move on to the news because <laughs> yeah, I'm embarrassed that's, that's and I've seen you reach for your phone. Now I'm reaching for my phone. That's enough. That's enough spooky talk for now, right? That's People not get spooky. It. That's Anyways, let's get weird. That Sherlock spider, Holmes. Spider was real big. That was a big spider, dude. Yep. I, I wasn't nervous about it, but it seems like every time I go pick up a spider, they always like run away. One no, time they're, they're very fast. They're very skittish. Me and my brother-in-law, we found one of these like spiders make those zigzags in their uh, webbing outside. And I was like, we got to save him. We can't do anything. So I went to go reach for him. And somehow we were going to like trap him. And I accidentally threw him at my brother-in-law. <laughs> he survived. I, I still get scared. I, I respect animals of all kinds, but I just, I get scared. You really do, man. Because I was just. A life's a life, dude. I just can't go kill something and think like, how dare if someone smited me, you know? I was you this know what? I view it as the fact, uh, fact that if that spider was in the wild and I just it happened to beat me up and take my lunch money, you know what? That's on me. Roll over, that's, bitch. That's on me for going in his territory. But you know what? He was in my territory. Bitch, better recognize. Yeah. Hello. Anyways, there was there a spider in here at one time that you tried to catch and then and I literally off. dropped it in your door. Yeah, we theorized <laughs> it was the same had, one. It's the same one that's been. He's doing, been getting buffed. He's been yeah. getting swole. He's been doing bench presses and he's been doing. Dead he's lifts. waiting to get his revenge. Yeah. He's like, man, fuck those motherfuckers. He was just like three days away from just flipping the couch over while I'm sitting on it. Yeah, surprise, motherfucker! Surprise, <laughs> motherfucker! Rogue size, motherfucker! <laughs> Anyways, dude, you would have got butt raped by that spider because he would have been like prison treating you and taking my lunch money too, mm-hmm. prison dicking you. Uh, so like Sherlock I'm going Holmes, down to Toshi's with this shit. Three delayed. <laughs> um, Sorry, Sherlock I, Holmes, I talked over that. Sherlock Holmes, three, three. delayed. <laughs> I've not seen the first one. We spoke of this beforehand. Um, I mean, it's been a while since they've done one of these movies, so I think the they better have a good script, right? I think the first one was 2009 and the second one was 11 or 12. But both of those I really enjoyed. I think Robert Downey Jr. and Jude Law were really good together. Um, Give us Iron Man. There's rumors of him coming back to be Iron Man in like Secret Wars or whatever. I I guess like parallel universes. I can can see see that. that. They've they've opened the door to. They didn't have to be universes and multiverses, at least. In theory, in in uh, the Marvel universe, so I could see that. But waiting for WandaVision to come around. Yeah, I think that is that still this year. I don't know December maybe. What is the uh, other one like? The What If? Uh, that was what I was oh, most excited yeah, yeah. about. I think that's next year at the earliest. 
but maybe that was coronavirus. I think that was an animated one, so maybe that's not necessarily dependent on people actually filming. Well, filming they're things. still taking a long time. Yeah, they they are. But you know what? They put out that timeline, and then obviously that timeline is shifted for them and everybody else in the world. But yeah, uh, I'm happy that they're at least in talks for this because I I always found it weird that they only did two of these and not a third one. Trilogy's the name, man. I mean, even if it's not great, they usually make three of one of each of these just to see if like, hey, maybe the third ones are not good. That's what you tell a lady or a man when you're getting sexy with them. You're like, hey, Hey, you you want to see my trilogy? My balls, my penis. (laughs) Unless you got four, three balls. Or maybe, you know, the third time I'll be good at this. You'll the first two times. You know what? Mm -hmm. Usually a write off. But third one, that's we wait and do it nine years later. And it's usually pretty good. Yeah. I like that Bly Manor, you know, like we spoke about. It's like having being really charming in the beginning, like things are going somewhere and then only having like an inch penis. Yeah. The ending isn't as good. Turned out the lights. Mm, Spoiler. A little bit of foreshadowing for today's. today's There's not a lot of shadow casted by that foreskin. (laughs) Uh, Adam's family is getting a TV reboot by Tim Burton. But there's a twist. The twist is it's all told from Wednesday's eyes. So Wednesday is probably the more popular character out of all that. She's my favorite in the animated one we watched last year. Mm, yeah. I didn't really care for that movie that much. Did we? I think we reviewed it positively at the time, but I don't really remember anything about it. Mm, it was okay. Yeah. I just remember it being okay. Well, you know what? I am fine with that. And you know what? Tim Burton, he's the old master of spookiness and... Yeah, <laughs> but maybe he's been around for too long. He's not as exciting as Quentin Tarantino. I feel like him and Quentin Tarantino are kind of in the same boat where they're like kind of in a niche market where they film things, film things certain ways. And it's like, oh, yeah, that's he's dark in his storytelling or, you know, there's a lot of blood, but it's kind of jokey and it's kind of old school throwback. Everything's yeah. creepy and told and yeah. non-sequential. I kind of like Quentin Tarantino better, even though I don't think he has better movies. I just like his style better. Yeah. I, you know, Tim Burton just, I think he's just one of those directors that he's got his own distinct style and he's inspired a whole lot of other shit. Like, for Hot sure. Topic and Spencer's Gifts for for two to mention. But. They turned the lights on <laughs> Hot Topic, dog. Yeah. It isn't as dim as it used to Not be. Not the same as it was when I shot there in 2009. But Amen, um yeah i don't i mean i think that sounds interesting i don't know the last time tim burton actually did a tv series so maybe that's maybe a a longer form thing maybe gives him a chance to play with some more character work than necessarily building a world or just you know basic cost basic costuming and stuff which i think he's he's really great at, at the visuals but his storytelling i don't know if is necessarily as strong so maybe it it a season of a TV series might give him a longer opportunity to what's well, different that, for but. him. What's your favorite Tim Burton movie? Uh, I'd, I'd have to say probably Edward Scissorhands. You think so? Is that a Tim Burton one? Yeah, is that, it is. Tim actual, Burton. Actual yes, Tim you Burton. are correct. Yes. So yeah, <laughs> I was just, I had to think of one that had Johnny Depp in it and be like, is that Tim Burton? Surely it is if Johnny Depp was in it, but that was like he one of my, oddly enough, that was one of my favorite movies growing up. Just, it was one of my favorite movies growing up. I don't is think it's that, my favorite Tim Burton movie. I don't know. Is that like weird necessarily? I just think he nails that just strange. I don't know if it's gothic horror, but it's just this um, just very specific 
creepy, unsettling sort of, of vibe that he's going for. And I think that, that that one in particular, I think, was particularly heartwarming. For some reason, I watched that on like TBS when I was nine years old. And I was like, oh, boy, are they so mean to him or whatever. He's oh, just got no, scissors for feelings. him or whatever. Anyways, maybe that was a bit of an emotional awakening for me. But uh, <laughs> I, I did enjoy that one growing up. But... I would say Beetlejuice is probably my favorite. I watched that as a kid. I'm actually just looking at stuff that he was in and everything that I see. I really did enjoy Sleepy Hollow. I thought that was a good movie, too. Um, but I think yeah, lo- Beetlejuice probably is the standout there. I mean, the, 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 you know, the Batman movies were OK, but it's the big one for a lot of people. Nightmare Before Christmas. Yeah. You know, I actually don't like Nightmare Before I Christmas. I have tried. I've tried I get a lot it, of times to, like it. to watch it. And I don't think I've ever actually seen it all the way through. I, I feel like that was one of those that when I was of that age, I was like, oh, I'm supposed to like this, but it's just not great. It's not <laughs> It's not my thing. I'm not saying it's not great and I get it. And it's more of a musical. It's iconic, but I, I couldn't get into it. Not my thing. Yeah. And maybe I'll catch some shit for that. Fuck it. I mean, I'm just who I am. You're just who you are. So, I mean, we're keeping it real. You know, I'm not even sure who I am at this point. You are a guy with something in your nose. I am a guy with something in my nose right now. It's something white. It's, it's my penis. It's not making me hyper. I was going to go with cocaine, but you know what? Penis, my penis. Penis also works. PS4 to PS5 free game <laughs> upgrades. Uh, Assassin's Creed. Valhalla. Uh, Borderlands. Borders, Cyberpunk 2077. Which has been delayed again, which we'll get to. Yeah. Uh, I'm uh, looking for the big ones. Matten, uh NFL 21, which I'll probably play. Yakuza, like a dragon, like a mouse. The Horizon Forbidden West sequel is going to be on PS4 and PS5. Marvel's uh, Avengers, Spider-Man, Miles Morales. Yeah, another big one. Mortal Kombat 11. Uh, the Witcher 3. <laughs> yes. <laughs> which was... I, w- I don't know if that came out on PS3 or not, but I think, yeah, PS4 for sure. That's an interesting one. <laughs> um, Sackboy is what they used to call me in school because I used to put Very good. people's testicles in my mouth. Yeah. Jake? Some, some, <laughs> no, I was just going to say some good ones in there. A big adventure. Uh, funny that Madden uh, Madden 21 is on there too. Why? I guess because it's a cross-gen thing, but it's like... All right, like you bought Madden 21 and you want to upgrade to people the PS5. are serious about that shit though. I guess, but it's like, why wouldn't you just wait for the net? You know, there's going to be a new one next year. Why would you bother with the free? Anyways, well, <laughs> I, I, I'm speaking from being an NFL fan. I love my Carolina Panthers. I watch them every Sunday. We're playing tomorrow. It's Thursday um, against the Falcons. Let's go. And uh, I, you know, I guess. A lot of people thought maybe COVID might end this season. So maybe, and that's, I mean, that's like for soccer and like baseball and, you know, whatever other sports are out there, basketball, literally every other sport. (laughs) Yeah. I mean, everybody's affected by that. And, um, I guess maybe in its place, if you thought COVID was going to, you know, take over and your season was going to be ruined. You wanted to at least play something that reminded you of football or whatever you had. So I actually contemplated getting Madden 21 just because I thought the season was going to be a bust. Um, but guess, my Panthers looking okay. So yes, you're right. I think that Three was four. one of the reasons the, the F one game this year was particularly appealing to me because it came out in July and obviously their season got delayed till July but it only features the tracks that were on the, that original calendar. Well, they can't so, do any updates. 
that I don't think they're going to do any That's other dumb. than like um, it's like paint schemes and stuff. They're not doing updates. And so oh, the, would, like the black uh, paint scheme for like Mercedes. The, yeah, they like the black Mercedes, which That's is kind of cool. Yeah, which is real. I think I think it looks really, really good. But I wish um, they would add the tracks, though. What yeah, was the track they raced on uh, this past uh, Sunday? Uh, Portugal. Is that Port- on there? Portimao. No, that's not on there. No, it's not. That's and a I heck think, of a track. Oh, yeah. The elevation changes and that scenery. It looked Beautiful. That's one of the things that's well, like a lot of like in and outs. Yeah. I thought it, it looked really cool on TV. I bet that'd be really fun. Yeah. And the just the way that they go up a hill and the down a hill and up a hill. Again. Why would they do that? I feel like that would be fun because it'd I, be more experimental. I guess because they have scans of uh, I guess a racing game is different because you have we'll get your ass out the there track. and scan shit again because it ain't going to cause you to get COVID because I mean, you go out there and scan. It, I mean, shit. I I guess not. that would be that would be cool to see like what the actual season was because they obviously had to like a lot of sports they had to rebuild their calendar for me and like their marketing I mean they make a shit ton of money just on sponsorships but like if you ever try to, to buy clothes some or anything fucking refunds is all yeah. I'm saying yeah well they <laughs> suck at bought- that as you know yeah and like I mean just their clothes it doesn't say like Lewis Hamilton or Sebastian Vettel or Kimi Raikkonen um, it's just like. <laughs> Oh, it's uh, Alfa Romero or uh, Ferrari or Mercedes. It's just there's no the the team takes over more than the actual person. Yeah. And it's I, kind of lame. It's different. It's different in NASCAR to that because you can get a Dale Earnhardt T-shirt. Yeah, like exactly. That baby. But you'd never be like Chevrolet or Richard Richard Childers Racing. People would be like, you might do Richard Childers Racing. I know, but who the fuck is that? People are thinking of uh, Dale Earnhardt. I can Earnhardt. tell you. People, people are thinking of Dale Earnhardt. A lot of people that are kid don't know. They or are Little like, oh, e, my man. We know he's famous, but who did he race for? Uh, uh, <laughs> uh, yeah. It's not, NASCAR isn't necessarily a team sport in the same way, but yeah, I think some some of these sports that are affected by it, especially ones that had to adjust their schedule, it would be cool to see this year, it's either a relic of the season that you would have had or the season that you wound up having. So yeah. either way, I think that that would have been cool to see. But once you know, again, that's why I would pick up yeah. Madden and I'd be stoked that it was a PS5 game. Um, Ghost of uh, Shishima sequel in the works. Yep, that's right. <laughs> I pronounced it correctly. Thank you. Close enough, I'd say. Um, and you have not finished that game yet. I finished it a couple of weeks ago. Did you? How would you like the ending? I, I think it's I. It came around for me. I mean, the story not as good as Red Dead Redemption, but I don't think we any. will also say that you're in a different part of your life. Like you didn't have like a <laughs> girlfriend or anything. You were just like single, beaten off on the couch, right? And you were playing, like, "Hey, video games, playing a cowboy game." Yeah, which was actually very depressing in its ending. This game was depressing in its yeah, ending it too, but for different reasons. I think this. That was a fun. I think Ghost of Tsushima was a great fun game to play, but it was it never at any point did you feel lost in the experience in the same way. The wind told you where to go, man. It was just this. I mean, the story it was told. It wasn't like open. It was more sandboxed. It was a video game. I never at any point was like, oh, I'm watching a movie with actual characters. I was like, oh, this is a video game. Is it because they're Asian? No, it's just because it wasn't really. They weren't southern well. enough for you, huh? <laughs> you Bible belter. I was gonna say that, but they, you know what? They he rode a horse a lot in that game. Uh, he talks to the horse the same way Arthur Morgan does. It it just wasn't written in the same. The level of well, it wasn't a rock star char- game either, right? The level of character development wasn't there, and you could tell like the fact that you could walk into you couldn't talk to people 
in the same way. But you can pet a dog now. You can pet a dog now. They have put out. A, they have put. Dog? They have put out a bunch of uh, uh, a couple of updates recently. They added an online multiplayer mode, which I haven't checked out yet, but I've heard is actually pretty fun. Play with Cody. Uh, they've added a new game plus mode to where you can restart the game with all of your weapons, and I guess it's super super easy. <laughs> well, yeah, we think so. If you got like the best sword, and you're out there like chopping yeah. people down like a goddamn tree. I this is the only game I played where I did all of these side quests before I finished the main story. Oh, you were so, messing around with them side bitches yeah. before you got to the main bitch. And the re and it kind of was disappointing in the end because it made the last like couple main missions really easy because you were you had maxed everything out. So it wasn't it's like Tony Hawk, man. It wasn't a challenge at all. But yeah, it's uh, that it was a good game, beautiful game. But you're a beautiful human. Thank you. Um, if they're if they want to make a sequel that in the same time period, I'd play it again for sure. But um, there's definitely I'd like to see a little more care in the level of detail because you can tell very clearly that they copy and pasted several things. Namely, anytime you go into an interior of a house, there's three different types of houses in that game. Only three. Literally, only three. You go in, and every single house looks the same. Um, there's very little in the way of like cutter. Yeah, no, literally like they copy and pasted the, the inside of every single building. Uh, so you're like, okay, well this is the same house over and over again. You realize that after about an hour, um, (laughs) it only took me an hour, but I realized so when you're on hour 50, you're like, Oh God, (laughs) they literally, literally reuse this. Like the shopkeepers have the exact same lines of dialogue. But only only well, the main pretty fofo foo-foo-lay. only the main characters you can talk to every other character in the game like every single character in red dead you could at least had like a line of dialogue which is insane when you think about it that they actually took the time to do that but it makes when you play something like this that's a couple years newer and you're just kind of running through a village and everyone just kind of like bows or whatever. And they don't interact with you or say anything. It's just like, oh, I'm you know. just kind of used to that shit. Yeah. You know, people just like, oh, Ryan. I'm like, yeah, girl. Yeah. What's up? What up? What up? You're not worthy. You know, no it's doubt, just no doubt. Take a tampon out. Not that not that every game needs to be go to down that rabbit hole of Red Dead. But it definitely it kind of makes you wonder what could be when you're playing certain other things. But anyways. I still think it was a good game. It was a fun game, but that level of uh, that level of immersion was never quite achieved in the same way. But um, speaking of things that are never going to be achieved <laughs> in quite the same way, uh, AMC uh, is saying that they could potentially be bankrupt by the end of uh, 2020. Yep. Uh, which is not great news if we're if we're being honest. Yeah, I'm uh, actually looking up. Uh I want some feedback. Um, I'm looking up showtimes because I'm thinking about going to go see one of their movies. I really want to go see that new Mutants movie. Um, Tenet just seems like a long movie for me to go back immediately and be like, hey, you want to go see this like two and a half hour movie? I'm like, no, I'm not ready for that. Which is a commitment right there. Which is strange because that was supposed to be the one that was going to save the movie industry. But it seems like. It's kind of a so-so movie in you terms think so? of from what I've read, it seems like like Christopher Nolan, I think people are attaching a certain level of quality to, but I I don't 
think that in terms of mainstream audiences, he is the one like director people go, oh, that's a smart director. Like he's just a little bit smarter than a lot of directors. I'm not saying he's bad by any means, but it, he's well, he's been around for a while. Saw so the twist that he would be like, yeah, I came up with this twist. It's but like his, oh, okay. I think that his movies are weird enough that it would be like, why would this be the one that you would pin the hopes of the movie industry on saving? And why were they particularly so insistent on this one being the one you had to see on a big screen that couldn't possibly go to streaming early? I can't go see this any of these movies because Saturday we have a housewarming to attend. You and me, my friend. Yeah. And their first showing is like around four. You know, can't do that. I and do. I do want to see Tenet, though. I want to see it. But at the same time, I don't think that's the first movie I want to go see because maybe. I'm just like two and a half hours. And then you got to put like previews and stuff in there. Maybe that's we'll a do a long time to go. Well, maybe we'll try one in November at some yeah. time because I know Can we that hold hands while we, I watch the movie. Yeah, sure. We haven't Perfect. been doing I haven't been to movie theater since March, as we've talked about. We can have that sleepover we've so, been talking about for a while. Hell yeah, buddy. Just two dudes. And then the movie will come out on like direct to video the day yep, after. And we can watch it together, man. <laughs> we can watch it a second time. Whoop, whoop. Pay thirty to pay more money than you would have in the movie theater. <laughs> um GameStop to close stores Thanksgiving Day, but they're gonna offer Black Friday deals. This Good smart. job. I think that people should be closed for holidays. I know that not everybody celebrates the Thanksgiving holiday and I understand the backlash about it. You know, people kill it. People. It's one of my favorite holidays. Why? Because I enjoy eating and I love football. And you like mashed potatoes. And oh uh, man, I love mashed potatoes and bread. Dude, if you put mashed potatoes in bread, so good. So yeah, apparently since uh, about three years ago, GameStop has opened three or four in the afternoon. That's so stupid to me. Thanksgiving Day to allow shoppers to do Fuck Black Friday that. shopping. But hey. Let I'll, people have some time off, man. You know what? Give everybody the black, 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 black Friday deals. Sorry, I had a stroke. You can give them there. all colors of deals. Red, orange, white, brown, shit. Give them, give them those early. Let me do it the, let me do it the Wednesday before. Like, uh, I, I like that. I think that's... You know, GameStop hasn't made a lot of smart business decisions in the last several years, but I think that this makes sense. Well, everybody's doing it because of COVID. I'm just like, dude, come on, man. I mean, it's what they really offer is physical. And and they're also offering like you can buy like anime T-shirts and like plush dolls and shit. But hey, they sell video games You can't make love to a plush doll. Get you a flashlight. (laughs) You know, I'm going to buy one of those tonight. How much do you think a flashlight goes for? I'm gonna test it, and I will let you know. This is the this is the level of expert reviews you've come to expect. Almost accurate. Um, so there's some Metal Metal Gear Solid Air Jordans out there, um, and these look pretty tight. And me and Jake had spoke before. These look fucking sick. Honestly, do they the do. more the, the longer color, I look at it, <laughs> the colors are great. A lot of um, times I see something that's too busy, or maybe it's not enough going on. This is like the perfect amount. Uh, my question to you is what video game or movie do you think would possess or character? Maybe like Joker, you could go green and purple um, or like Batman, black and yellow, black and yellow, black and yellow. <laughs> one, what, of a, one of us was going to do it. So I'm glad you were the one that did it. <laughs> what do you think would be like a really good Air Jordan uh, kind of like concept? 
Uh, this is going to be a deep cut and gone cut it deep player. So in Metroid Prime 2, there's a of course, I knew <laughs> there's a suit called the dark suit which looks like a steampunk robot that's like orange and uh it's an orange and like a faded metallic looking brown. And I've always thought like, hey, if you can incorporate that into like a shoe, I think that'd look fucking sick. So literally, I guess looking at the Metal Gear ones, it wouldn't be super different instead of the blue. You get to keep like the burnt orange, like a Nike check, but it would be kind of more like a, a faded like brown or something uh, on some of the blue bits. But I look that design, even from like 2004, I was like, that's a really cool like retro futuristic design. So I think something like that would be cool. Um, and maybe in terms of some more, maybe some more recent stuff. I, I, we made the joke, like whatever clouds wearing underneath his giant jeans in the final the fantasy Jinkos. remake, <laughs> whatever he's wearing. I think they're just boots with like, I guess buckles or whatever f- the fuck they wear in the future. But those would be cool. Uh, um, I'm big on purple, so I think like Spyro or even not purple, uh, Borderlands. Something they could do with Borderlands that would be cool. And there's a lot of different characters. And I have a vacation coming up soon. I'm thinking about playing Borderlands too. Bright and colorful. Also, I'm sure there's going to be some sick uh, sneakers in Miles Morales Spider-Man as well. Yeah, I agree. Well, Very big part part of the character too. Put it to Adidas though. Ah, uh, well, yeah, yeah, I guess so. <laughs> I'm a huge fan of Spider-Punk and Spider-Noir. I love those in the original game. Yeah. And I hope that we get to see something like that again. Yeah, the uh, Spider-Punk outfit was probably my favorite. I'm, I I love Spider-Punk. And it would be cool if they did like a, a Venom character. Um, I dig it. I dig yeah, because I mean, they did like a Ghost Rider. Silver and black one. Yeah. I, cool I think that would be so cool. I understand that uh, Miles Morales, some of his uh, styles are a little, they differ from, it's a little more urban than like uh, Spider-Man, you know? Yeah. I, I like that they incorporate Street that into savvy. the character without it being like pandering, like, oh, we know what's cool. Yeah. <laughs> like it makes sense in the Soldier world. Soldier Boy so. told us. Yeah. Soldier Boy said these were dope. <laughs> they're the best and they're the biggest. I did my Trump fingers. Yep, we did. We've both done two Trump impersonations. Uh, if you could tell, uh, I voted for so, Biden. <laughs> yeah, I did too. I voted voted last week. Um, uh, PS5 will support Twitch, Netflix, and more. But I did not see Hulu on there. Interesting. It's not on the remote. I'm assuming it will be a part of the. I have Hulu. Yeah, How's this going to help me. Um, we got <laughs> Apple TV Plus, Disney Plus, Netflix, Spotify, Twitch, and YouTube. Yeah, even like the the PS4 remote, I don't think that they specialize specifically in any of the streaming services. So having those shortcuts is nice for sure, but I'm I'm assuming there'll be more than that. Hulu is a you big not one. Do Hulu, though. That's because I guess the difference between a lot of these, uh, with the exception of maybe YouTube, is that Hulu is the primary like cable provider for a lot of people. It is for us for sure. So same. Yeah. Same yeah. for me. Uh, so. Netflix. I feel like that's a common denominator for yeah. everybody. Yeah, almost everybody has Netflix or has somebody's Netflix if password. Kids, I should say. So <laughs> if you got kids, um, Disney plus YouTube, that's gotta be like a big, big one. Apple, Apple TV. If you've bought anything Apple in the last year or two, they've given that away for free. So <laughs> that's yeah. a, that's, that's a good why one. I haven't been charged. Yeah. That's a Perfect. good one for sure. Uh, 
Twitch is a Twitch is an interesting one, I guess, primarily because of uh, you know it is a a, a a video game service, and they are trying to being they're trying to be able to stream directly to a streaming platform. So for the people that are into that, that's cool. Uh, I don't, I probably would never use that, but that's cool for the people that do. Um, you're cool, but maybe you're not cool. Yeah. Now Hulu is a interesting missing exception. I would be surprised if that's not on there, especially since it's already on the, the PS4. Yeah. I I'm really surprised by yeah, that. It, it's just not on the remote. So maybe it'll be a, um, sure it'll be a new one. There's an evil dead film coming and it looks like it's going to have Bruce Campbell involved, which is interesting because they just did like a movie like maybe five or six years ago, Evil Dead, where they remade the original. Um, but nothing beats Evil Dead 2. I think that's the best one. It has the perfect horror comedy uh, thing going on. I know you haven't seen that one, but I would advise seeing that one, Jake. There's a ad for the for Chucky on here. Did you watch that Child's Play remake? <laughs> terrible we reviewed it it was fucking dreadful i didn't i didn't watch it till like a couple weeks ago but it wasn't really i thought we reviewed it you talked about it i don't think i ever saw it oh man it was not good aubrey plaza she's not convincing as a mother she's She's like oh man hey she's not a she's not a mom yeah she's more of a stepmom no not even (laughs) she's more like your best uh, your the babysitter you might have sex with in the future um oscar isaac who I really like him. He's come around. He's he's been in a, quite a few movies in Star Wars. He's been X Men, the Near Automata. Uh, what was that movie we saw where he got stabbed with that knife like he was a piece of cake? Um, Machina X. Oh, Ex Machina. That's what Ex Machina. I was. Yeah, I keep I get mixed up. Yeah, Ex when she Machina put that knife Automata. in him, I was like, man, that went in a little too smooth. Um, anyway, he's gonna be Moon Knight. Um, in a Disney Plus. Well, he's in talks be moon night he's so definitely he's gonna definitely be gonna do it yeah definitely <laughs> um amazon being prime being sued over borat sequel which we watched and thought yeah. i thought was great yeah do you want to go ahead and talk about borat too or sorry borat subsequent movie film yeah um so i'm just gonna be brief on my because we we got some stuff here yeah. Um, basically I've never seen the first one I've seen bits and pieces saw the Pamela Anderson thing I really enjoy this <laughs> this is uh, more my sense of humor um, uncomfortable cringy oh I love it pranking people <laughs> and I think somebody recently told me that they didn't think that humor should have any boundaries and I was like there's some things that I wouldn't cross but at the same time when you I do. kind of agree <laughs> I kind of agree. Like, I feel like um, humor kind of breaks up things, makes it not so awkward. I think that humor is the default response when you're in an awkward situation is to uncomfortably uncomfortably laugh at something. Well, I think it also helps us be free, too. I feel like the world is probably too political and a lot of red tape and you have to be kind of careful. But it's like, okay, so I listen to this band called The Misfits. And they are really like, they say some crazy stuff. Like, I got something to say. I killed your baby today or I raped your mother today. These are anthems for some people. But now, if you said something like that, people would be like, oh, my God. But it's weird that you take like this step forward and you're like, oh, this is okay," And then you take a step back and you're like, oh, this is not acceptable. But that's part of the charm of it, too, is that it was like punk rock and it was like 
you can't say that. And that's like cringeworthy. And it's interesting how the world takes a step forward and takes a step back. And it's scrutinized under different microscopes. It's an ever-shifting line on what's acceptable and what's not acceptable. Very interesting. And, and I'm just coming to realize this in my, you know, 30s. I think Borat is definitely one of those characters that has analyzed what where that acceptable line is and consistently has taken more steps over that than what you would expect. But it's kind of acceptable. I mean... Whatever. Well, it is acceptable for some people in this because yeah, they agree with him. But you have to realize <laughs> that you're dealing with like they're portraying an idiot and like an idiot right. is saying crazy stuff attracting, and has crazy beliefs. Uh, potentially attracting other idiots. And is you accept what the that. Message is. It, it's kind of like Archie Bunker back in the day. You know, he was like a dumb racist or whatever. And like Sammy Davis Jr. was on there and they were kind of poking fun at how dumb he, racist he was and stuff like that. And it's. The world kind of needs to break it up and just make fun of racism and kind of there's I know you're cringing. Yeah, (laughs) we need to make fun of racism in in ways that make sense, but at the same time are not offensive. But if they are offensive, it's like understandably offensive. Like that person is a complete dumbass. Like, you know, I think that's I kind of agree with you in in this sense that. The the fact that Peter Griffin can do it right, and if you had like a somebody who was like as cartoony as him, and you're like, well, this guy said a bunch of dumb stuff that we, everybody knows is crazy, Assen- and then he's saying this, that's just dumb. Essentially, Borat is kind of that, yeah, to where he's he, cartoony person. He takes on that persona to where you're taking like, oh, this person is racist, sexist, backwards, all these kinds of things, and then takes that like times a hundred times a thousand but in the end the, he kind of learns yeah well it, there's that's like the a thing moral about the Borat story. too is that in the end he kind of does come around it he's like in his own sort of way but it's and to me that's like okay and it's like okay it makes sense both of those Borat movies were essentially what they were so the first one was in 2006 so that was in the second Bush term and this is obviously at the end of the first Trump Hopefully the only Trump term and during the middle of a yeah, hopefully this won't date very poorly. It could after we get (laughs) after we get raided by the FBI or whatever. Anyways, yeah, um, one of during the middle of a pandemic, they've all been about holding up a mirror to the American people to see what is acceptable. What will people tolerate? Where is that level of accommodation or even crossing that line from accommodation to people going like, yeah, you're you know what? This funny sounding foreign guy is right about a lot of these things. And that's when things really it's, kind of. <laughs> it's like the onion. How far do you peel it back? There's so many layers. And once you get past it, uh, where we're currently at, like layer wise, you go to it, go into it further and you're like starting to question everything. Yeah. <laughs> and it's just like, it's crazy to me. Um, I think that humor should, you know, understand its boundaries in the political climate but also there should be no bounds for humor i you know it's like if eddie murphy said something crazy which he has um you know i don't think somebody should apologize for something they said 40 30 years ago that's insane to me it is kind of a different time you lived with that it's like when all these uh what was the guy played cleveland and family guys like well i'm stepping down now yeah well you wouldn't have stepped down before like own it bitch 
Or that's the, crazy to me. Or the guy that's not going to play Apu anymore in The Simpsons. Yeah, and that Hank that's, Azaria. I mean, how long has that been going? That's been going on since I was alive, and it's just become like in the yeah. forefront now. I, I understand that there's time to change, but there's also like, like, why would you change now? Like for something that's been I so long ago. In some cases, people are more reactionary, and I think that this is the. Some of these things definitely probably do need to change, but I think people are a little bit too reactionary sometimes with some well, of these wrong with that pool? I get that he owned like a gas station. Maybe that would have been a little, but there's that also people essentially a stereotype. I think it was the but fact some that people do. I think, right. Yeah, it is. But I think it was that a white person was playing him. But maybe if they had an Indian person playing him, is that like, is that worse now that it's like, oh, we went and cast an Indian guy to own a gas station to to voice this. So essentially you played him into that that stereotype. Is that worse that we sought out somebody to fill that stereotype? The world needs to get itself together. This is such a great conversation that just needs to happen. We could do an entire podcast series about this. And really good. It's a rabbit hole that I don't know if we're necessarily qualified to go down. Well, I don't I know if like there's any end more, to it. I would like to hear more diverse opinions than just ours, but well, I, I don't think that's the main topic nowadays. I yeah. feel like politics is really playing into it for for us Americans. Yeah, I, I mean, it's you see it in in a lot of different mediums and stuff. But well, a lot of things have come to the stop, like Me Too movement and like uh, Black Lives Matter. At this point, I think politics things. have really taken over all that. But I mean, I guess that's understandable because that always happens. When politics comes around, it's like media is like keened in on it. I think it. some of these things are fall on either one side or the other on the on the side of politicization, and they ne- don't necessarily need to be when it's just like issues that people should work on rather than a specific side of politics needs to to work on. But anyways, yeah, it's a whole it's a whole other series of issues. I don't know if we're necessarily qualified to to speak on, but but Borat. We'll but get back Borat. to it. We'll go back to yeah. the root. I think it was a really good movie. I'd give it a nine out of ten. Not I seeing the first would one. Give it maybe a six out of ten. Oh. As a movie. I think as a series of sketch as a series of comedy sketches, it's a ten out of ten. But as a movie, as a movie you're watching is Oh like a yeah, six but out I mean that was nothing to be taken seriously. Yeah, well, it just in terms of cohesion, there was kind of a story, but they changed it about four times what the end goal was. Yeah, but I mean, you know, it's, you once Johnny the Monkey was eaten, you know, he had a change yeah, up. Everything was once Kazakhstan's leading scientist slash adult film star was <laughs> murdered, tragic, tragically eaten before his time, before he could. Uh, it meet, happens to before the he best could meet McDonald Trump and McDonald uh, and Michael Pence, <laughs> Michael Penis, <laughs> Michael Penis, Vice Premier Michael Penis of the USNA. <laughs> um, uh, there's yeah. a lot of good one-liners in there. There, there is. I like that that he also introduced. He was like in a gulag at the start, and he does all of the lines from like the first movie in the first thirty seconds to get them out of the way, just so that the movie can kind of focus on different stuff. I think it's it's well constructed, but it's very very different with the first one. I think Sasha Bear Cohen is pretty smart. I get the sense he, that he's a charmer. He, I'm gonna make a controversial controversial statement do it he might be one of the best character actors of our time <laughs> he's he's in done terms some stuff ali g of him bruno uh bruno is probably a little less the dick i don't know you i don't think you've seen yeah the no dictator. no i know what dick you're talking about where it's like bruno. the the penis 
the dictator the was also another good one where he was Admiral General uh, Aladdin. Where that was another another. I think quite he's good a fun one. guy. He's a very creative person. I feel maybe he's a dick in real life, but he doesn't. Seem, I don't gather. He that. doesn't seem like it. He does seem like maybe a genu- have to get under his skin a little. He seems like a genuine person. He's obviously got an agenda for what he wants to accomplish in a lot of his quote unquote interviews or or whatever it is. But he is astoundingly creative and very committed to the roles that he has the roles and the characters that he's done. Well, in the brute are in this movie, he had to be uh Borat for like five days. Right. He was literally living with some people in tech for two, two guys in a log cabin in Texas for five days. And he had to commit to being literally Borat basically 24 seven for the entire time that he was living with him. And they actually helped him quote unquote, helped him get in touch with his daughter who was doing political activism for the Republican party. And this one like gun slash whatever it was rally that they were doing in this park. And it's a fucking wild ride, man. It's, I can't imagine, I couldn't imagine putting myself in that actual situation to where you have to commit to literally being a fictional character for days at a time (laughs) well yeah that's a little (laughs) heavy (laughs) but i will say sometimes i go in those like character modes and it's kind of easy to slip in have heard (laughs) it's kind of easy to slip in but you just end up repeating the same things over and over i just wonder what a down moment was for them where they were like boring and just watching tv like oh this is very nice yes yes okay yes Uh, nascar okay yeah Oh, the the carburetor? Oh, that's got to be exhausting for him. <laughs> yeah, but he had some relief. He did mention in an interview that he had his cell phone and like a laptop and stuff. Yeah, and that he, he kind of hid from those guys. They left him in his own room, of course, and he he I guess he locked it and was like, "Let me peel this mustache off and let me like, put it right back on." Throw real quick. this character away, but I mean. I feel like in order to develop a character, you have to really in to really mine the character, what you're going to portray and get the feeling of it. You have to really kind of dive into it and be that person for a couple of days and like look in the mirror and be like, oh, or just even talk to people like that, you know, like, wow, wow, you are. Yeah. And then be like, oh, ha, ha. Um, yeah. but onward, we must go. Um, so the Warrens are going to be in the Conjuring three, which the is going to be the Conjuring, as my family says. Uh, oh, and that's going to come out June fourth. Damn it! I keep doing it. It's like whenever I say pregatory, my wife's like, "It's not pregatory. It's like when a woman's pregnant. It's purgatory." purgatory. Yes. Uh, the new Conjuring movie is going to be called "The, the Devil, Devil Made Me, Made Me Do, Do it. it." Omg! But it's going to have Patrick Wilson and the was there Lorraine or whatever? Fuck, I don't know. Lorraine Warren. Anyways, it looks like it's going to be another James Wan movie, another Conjuring cool. movie. I'm assuming this is they're going to be around for a little bit longer than they were in like Annabelle and some of those. Other yeah, but those where, Conjuring movies have been good so far. Yes, both so of the Insidious movies that James Wan's been involved with, maybe not the last two. I've only seen I've seen everything but the Last Keys. Um, everything else has been good. I'm sorry, I'm gonna have to blast yeah we got it we got to get going uh super, super bad. bad the cast is going to reunite uh pretty much to tell you to vote for the democrats 
<laughs> Let's just be honest. Well, um, actually, punk rock seems like it's like I, accomplished for Democrats, too, because they rocked against Bush. They don't like Trump. And uh, who else? Uh, Reagan. They don't like Reagan. Um, so we have our first look at the new Batwoman. Um, so Ruby Rose is stepping aside. And you got to help me Javicia out. Leslie. There we go. As Batwoman. Um, she looks pretty design. tight in that. I like her hair in there. Um, like, obviously, I, black and red's great, but her hair looks great in that. I do think she looks great. She's not hiding the fact that she's a black woman, but I think that she just looks. She just has this. In there. She just has this. Um, I'm big hair. Yeah, she speech. has this radiation of power that she's presenting. I Hopefully, like she can continue. I think Ruby Rose stepped out of that. I think because her back hurt. Well, her back hurt. Yeah, her there back apparently hurt. was some kind of thing going on. Cyberpunk's been delayed uh, again. <laughs> Surprise till December. And uh, they, just so they can get the Xbox, uh, whatever they're going to fucking name it, the new Xbox. The Xbox they? Series X and One X. Which the is Xbox a huge series console. X and Series S and the PS5. But anyways, a huge I just consoles. wish they'd push this back six months and finish it properly. They're going like, to do it. They're going to fucking do it. They're just going to keep... <laughs> Telling you, and then eventually they're just gonna be like, "Hey, yeah. no, they're gonna put it out." Before I guess Christmas. The, the they're gonna put it out for the Christmas. challenge is that they waited so long that originally this was gonna be on the current gen consoles, but now the current gen consoles are gonna be the last gen consoles, and so they've had to develop a. Uh-huh. They've, they've had to get it to run on extra consoles at the same time. So, like, get it together, bitches. Yeah, just uh, wait until it's ready. Um, Netflix <laughs> and Ubersoft are officially teaming up to do a Assassin's Creed series. Probably gonna come. No, it's definitely gonna come to Netflix. Um, probably man if they put it on amazon that would be fucked <laughs> it would be um but you know the boys has done good it's my favorite show um so i guess colin kaepernick's gonna have a movie about him which is crazy because he was the uh football player that started doing kneeling and now like everybody's kneeling um they just don't air it and he can't get a job in the nfl not to say that he would be a great quarterback at this point i mean you're out of the league for like four years there's probably some things you're gonna lose I mean, just if you don't use it, you lose it kind of thing. But it's kind of interesting. But they're going to be following him. I'm sure that's going to be uh, a crazy. I'm interested to see the take on that. Um, Apparently more people watch Borat than uh, Mulan on (laughs) opening weekend. Not a surprise. I mean, come on now. (laughs) Well, that was way more limited than the other. And the fact that it's not a comedy. You had never seen the original. And you had to pay to watch Mulan. You had to pay 30 bucks for a streaming service you may or may not have originally to watch Mulan. So that's not a surprise. Borat is just easier to watch, too. I think comedy is so much easier I don't know about that, but. (laughs) My wife always watched. My wife. She's always watching like <laughs> stuff about killers and shit. And I'm just like, can we watch something funny or sports? You put Bo Rat on the TV. <laughs> yeah. Put that Bo Rat on there. Um, the Peanuts uh, is not going to be on live TV. It's going to be on Apple Plus. So I love uh, the Charlie Brown and Snoopy and shit. Uh, the Great Pumpkin King episode is not going to air on TV for the first time like forever. You know, I would get a Snoopy tattoo. Hands down, I would get a Snoopy tattoo. I'm going to see if I can get that soon. I got a vacation coming up. I'm going to fucking get a Snoopy tattoo. Why not? I like Snoopy. We'll show it off. Show yeah, it off on it. our Instagram. Watch me watch, whip, watch me nay-day. PS5 aiming to sell 7.6 million units by March. Uh, coronavirus. Good luck. Really? Uh, That's Tomb, all I'm going to say about that. <laughs> uh, Tomb Raider 2. They're making a sequel to that movie. It came out a while ago and bombed. Uh, it's delayed. <laughs> Indefinitely. So you're saying there's a chance. Um all female Avengers movie only a matter of time says um, Shuri actress um, uh, the one from uh, 
from Black Panther and Black Panther, the funny relief, the sister who I thought needed to be in that movie so much more. They really dropped the ball. And that's why Black Panther wasn't a tight movie for me. She should have been the Black Panther. I mean, <laughs> they said that she might be. I really liked her. I thought Why she was not? funny. Make her be Black Panther in the yes, sequel. Yes, please do. I thought she was funny. She was great in the movie, and even in the uh, she's very the smart. She's the one had all the gadgets. And she the was like Donatello. Yeah, uh, yeah. Give me more of her. I love that. Um, Hitman Three coming to Switch as a cloud game. You know so what? You can I kill saw. People. I saw this, and I saw that they were doing the they were doing Control as a cloud game, and this is really cool. I feel like. Throw somebody so into a dumpster. Basically, they're you're downloading a app on the Switch, and then you're as long as you're connected to the internet, you're able to stream the game. So you're basically you're able to play some of these some of these games that could not natively run on the Switch because the Switch isn't powerful enough, and you're able to stream them. And I think that's really cool. And I think that's a really neat workaround for getting a lot of these current gen games onto a console that couldn't otherwise play it. Does that make them less uh, useful if you're not connected to Wi-Fi? Yes. But if you're at home, if you want to play Hitman or Control while you're taking a shit. I love can, doing stuff. Now you can do that on the Switch. So yes. <laughs> there's a way around it. <laughs> Shits and doing other things. Shits it's multitasking and, Switch, man. and it's a great way to decompress. Absolutely. Let's play. get Spider-Man on there too. Make that be the next one. Um, Prowler is <laughs> confirmed for Spider-Man. Miles Morales. He's going to be the villain. I actually posted this twice. I guess to get the point across. Because initially. Well, you really was, let me know that the Prowler is going to be the villain. The Prowler. I just feel like that's Thank the same you. person Christopher Lloyd played in Dennis and this, the you know, the also child the rapist. Tink, the tinkerer is going to be in this too. And quit tinkling, tinkering quit with tinkling me. Tinkling Tino. Um, it's interesting how they're going to play that out. I like how they used in the original Mr. Negative and they used him in such a good way that I was like very interested in Mr. Negative, even though he's not a very prominent yeah. character. You weren't just like, who the fuck is this? Yeah. <laughs> um. So it looks like uh the Legend of the Ten Rings, that's been wrapped up. Shang, um, Shang Chi. Yeah. Oh, oh, wait, do wait. I love how you're like, like you know the guy. You're like, oh, Shang Chi. Yep, that's my yeah, boy. Nobody able, knows who the fuck I'm that guy to... is. He's making a name for himself here. Yep. Um, I and that'll be that interesting. He's got great hair, by the way. Yep. They have a comic panel on the left and the right, and they got his live action looking. Um, his hair's great. Great hair. Yes. Little Natalie Portman's going to wield the Thor hammer in Thor four. Thor: Love and Thunder. Yes. Do you uh, want to? Do you want to get a? Um, do you want to have a go on the pronunciation of Thor's hammer? Oh uh, no, because I don't even see Jane it. Foster it. will yield. Oh, uh, That's wrong. Mahonir. Um, Creed three. Michael yep. B. Jordan is going to be. <laughs> I don't uh, know if that's right either. <laughs> directing that. So uh, you know, there goes that. Michael B. Jordan. I kind of I like Michael B. Jordan. I think he's a good guy. I think he's a good actor. I think he's doing a lot of a lot of cool stuff. I think he's he's smart guy. He's a smart guy. Smart guy. Probably smarter than us. Some would say. Well, well maybe we are smarter than him. Speaking of being smarter, Jake, we uh, watched a movie. This uh, a series. It's, you have sixty <laughs> seconds to tell us exactly what happened. Oh, no. Ready. Set. <laughs> go. All right, so there's an American girl in London. She's like, hey, I've got a ghost following me around that's got some bright eyes. 
and I don't I don't like looking in mirrors. So you know what? I'm gonna apply for this au pair job. You may gonna make it if you go this slow. Come on, Anyways, baby. This guy's like, hey, you know what? I got some kids. They're in this. They're in the country. It's just some I've random got a guy. drinking problem. Yeah. Why don't you go hang out with them? They're perfectly splendid. And you know what? That girl's like, yeah, I'm perfectly splendid. England. That guy's and the little boy's like, hey, you know what? I killed a bird. She's like, all right, this is kind of fucking weird. Anyways, thirty seconds. There's a guy who you only got into the introductions. Let's go. There's a guy who's a chef. She drove him there. There's a girl who's the housekeeper, and she's she like, hey, you know what? I'm a ghost. I forget where I am sometimes. Uh, Peter Quint, he's fucking around with some shit. Uh, there's some other the some stuff that happens. Uh, there's a lady in the lake. Is she 300 years old? Ten yes. Seconds. Um, do they get dragged in? Maybe. Uh, does everyone get out? Maybe. <laughs> this is terrible. Um, this is fucking terrible. And you know what? You know what? Is is, is the hallmark time ending? You have done. Yes. You were done. So I talked a lot about the first episode and then the last episode. You didn't so. talk a lot about anything. <laughs> um, We're talking about Haunting of Bly Manor, which you probably have guessed from the... No, you probably time. didn't. You probably, you probably didn't guess guessed anything there. You were you like, prob- what the fuck is this cracker talking about? You probably that from the expert analysis of 60-second distillation of this entire series. Ain't but. nobody know what the fuck you're talking about, big dog. <laughs> Ain't nobody know. Ryan, oh. we watched Haunting a Bly Manor. Oh, uh, yes. The Lifetime the f- movie. Follow up to episode five, <laughs> where we did briefly talked about the Haunting of Hill House. So. Um, yeah. So this is definitely like a Lifetime movie for the last three episodes because <laughs> I watched all the episodes and I was really into it. And then I remember me and my wife, we didn't watch like the last three episodes for like a week. And, and then I was like. Really kind of fizzles out. A lot of emotional the end. Stit shit. Yeah, it was so, even scary. I would say to contrast Hill House and Bly Manor, Hill House had some genuinely good jump scares. I mm. think was more clever in its storytelling. I was more engaged in the way that it bounced back and forth between the flashback scenes and the present day. I also really liked seeing... Were you, Jake? Were you? I, I did. I liked seeing the house in the present day where it was like all decayed and fucked up looking. And then in the past where it's like, Oh, it's a regular house, but this family lived here and some weird shit happened. I, a lot of that's missing from this because for the most part, this happens in a linear fashion up until about episode five. And then things start to get a little weirder, but not necessarily better, (laughs) you know? And I was feel like this better? was more of a romance in a way and more of a family tale than necessarily a horror story. Not that there's anything wrong with that, but, but I, there is. I don't feel that it was told in the most effective way. I feel like there is some creativity lacking in the fact that Hill House was famous for you could pause on just about every scene and there's a ghost or something really cool or creepy happening in the background. Mm-mm. That in this series was almost com- completely absent. I feel like I feel like they had this story that they wanted to tell for for some reason. I didn't really like the framing device either to where we're, it begins with like a um, fucking wedding or whatever. And this lady's like, it's a nice day for a white <laughs> wedding. 
sit around the fire, everybody. And I'm going to tell you about this story that didn't happen to me, but someone told me. But happened. it happened to somebody. But I definitely look Ooh. like one of the people that was in the story. Ooh. So, you know what? Maybe or maybe maybe this is my story. Maybe it isn't. It anyways, wasn't her story. For me. Bitch, o- you guessing. For me, overall, <laughs> I think Hill House was better. I, I don't think this, particularly the longer it went on, lived up to my expectations, or at least what I was expecting after the first, you know, quote unquote season. Um, but I, I do think that there's some enjoyable moments in this, and uh, I, if you're looking for something spooky or you're fuck, it's 2020, looking for something new to watch. I don't think you're wasting your time by watching this, but if you were a fan of Hill House, maybe don't quite. Lower your expectations. Yeah, on this. Lower expectations. But any other like broad impressions you want to talk about before we get into you know specific spoilers? <laughs> um. Okay. Um. Well, I'm just going to talk about some things I noticed about the characters. Uh, our main character, uh, broke neck girl from Hill House. Yeah. Um. Danny looks good, was looks good as a blonde. Yep. Danny. I I think she looked better as a brunette. Well, agree. She dis- also plays as love. Agree to disagree. <laughs> she always walks like a drill sergeant, really fast and clenched fists, very tense. Yeah, always. And she like has the ability to see ghosts, and she's vulnerable, but she also is a caretaker. Um, Hannah, is that right? Hannah Gross. She's the uh, house master. I th- housekeeper. I think of- that her episode that just kind of homed in on her, which is like episode five or six. I think that was the best episode yeah. of the season. Um, really it, played around with the timeline a lot. Um, I will also say that I did enjoy the cook. Um, good character. I, he I reminds me of a buddy of mine. Um, very good guy. Um, the lady in the lake. I didn't think that she, her character at one point it's, like acknowledge like where she came from and stuff and it helps paint a picture and i think that this uh particular show helped um us as a watch or a listener or like the audience understand some complicated ideas but but did it deliver did the hit was it impact there's an full so there's an entire not. flashback episode that is the second to last episode in the season which i felt should have come much earlier in the season. I would have been more impactful if it happened like episode three or four. Well, (laughs) I almost think like sometimes you don't have to say anything and the allure of things keep people invested. Also true. And I, the lady in Lake, I just felt like her episode didn't have to take place, but they had some space to fill, right? Because I mean, it was only it was a short season. What was the eight nine episodes? Nine nine episodes. So yeah. if you take that out, it's only eight, and that's a little bit. I mean, that's Maybe. less than people. Hill House feel like, they got ten out of. So yeah, Hill House was better, but they also went through each individual kid and like the ghosts they had to go through and stuff like that, and that's like and then as a kid, really great bottle episode in the funeral home. With the where they uh, did the, the uh, unbroken camera shot, yeah. But you said it was broken. Well, yeah. I mean, you can see that there's some obvious spots where they would have cut, but it gives the illusion that it was. Oh, I thought that was great, shot. and it had so much it tension. Made you, yeah, it did. Made you feel like, oh fuck! Like I didn't get that <laughs> feeling from this one. Not at any point did I. Yeah. Ever get? Did they try something similar? I don't mm-hmm. think. I think that there were the, some things in the beginning that we had brought up, like. When they're sitting at the table and there was like there was something going on at a table in the Hill House 
go back and listen to our episode. Um, it was mentioned, and yeah, the, the camera shots were a little more intensive. This they weren't. I feel like they kind of gave up on this being like a horror thing after about episode two. It was definitely not a horror thing. It, it was more af- of a lifetime movie. After like the sec- I think it was the second episode where they see what we find out is Peter Quint in like, oh, he, there's a man on the balcony. And they're like, there hasn't been a man on the balcony in years. 25 or, years. Yeah, or whatever. Ago. And I was just like, okay. Like, Arthur Morgan. <laughs> I think that ghosts are inherently less interesting when they're essentially just people as well. Instead of an entity. Yeah. Where they're just like fully fledged people, but they can't touch you or whatever, but they can't have sex with you if you're dead or whatever it is. But then they have to, into? then he's got to go talk to his mom and he yell at her in an dog. apartment or whatever. You know how he keeps having that, that one scene where they keep hearing that knocking <laughs> on the door and he's like, Oh fuck, I gotta go do this fucking shit again, man. Like what, <laughs> or whatever he does in his, his accent, but as Scottish. Yeah, I can't do a Scottish accent. Clearly. I So both of us had to turn the subtitles on at different yeah, points. Yeah, I really this. did. I was like, <laughs> what is going on here? I need to make sense of everything that's being said here. Yeah, there was some definite different. The, uh, the UK is a diverse country and it has a very diverse uh, selection of accents that a lot of Americans are not accustomed to listening to. And so that made this a lot, some scenes in this season, particularly hard to understand what was going on. If I'm being completely honest. Yeah. So I have no shame in admitting that I turned the subtitles on just to no make sure your game. I heard, heard what I thought I was reading, reading what I thought I was hurt. doesn't matter. Anyways, huh? I figured out what was going on eventually. Okay. And at the end, you know what? It doesn't matter because this season goes out of its way to explain itself just so you make sure that there's no loose ends just floating around out there. But yeah, I mean, just like broadly, I I don't think this lived up to the same expectations of Hill House. But I've heard a lot of people say that, that this wasn't what they were expecting and it wasn't as good as they were hoping for. And the thing is that after like five or six episodes, I was really hooked on it. Like I watched five or six episodes in one night and then kind Damn, of like son kind of like you we both like me and olivia took a break for like a week for whatever reason and then committed another night to it and then by the time we got to that last like three episode arc it just wasn't i don't know there was something missing there like i think that there were some very interesting characters that were crafted in this but they didn't do as much with them as i would have wanted like the kids I thought were interesting, but it turns out they're just being manipulated by these ghosts, basically. Uh, and the the boy in particular, he's a little fucking shithead. Like he's always getting up to some. Well, Miles is always up to some. He's shit. not a shithead. He's just been. Yeah. Possessed. He, well, basically, yeah, he's being possessed by this other guy who's a fucking loser. His name's Peter Quint. He's Scottish. And- but we remember his first and last name. Yeah. Hard. Peter quit. Uh, there's the girl that says perfectly splendid a lot, and she was she was cute. She had that no, weird, she was. I was like, get out of here. British accent. She just sounded like I. <laughs> she was killing me. I was like, I've had enough of this yeah, girl. Just that quintessential little kid British accent. We we're like, oh my god, little kid <laughs> asshole. Um, yeah, I. I 
see, I'm I am conflicted about this because I think that they did write and draft good characters for this season, but they didn't go far enough or deep enough with some of them that I would have would have liked. You know, you know what I mean. I just th- there was something missing for me at the end, and um yeah it was just it was like tied up it was kind of like a loose okay so uh so what we've learned is that our storyteller is the gardener and there's been this tragedy with her lover right right and without it, giving up too much it's weird that her character became that but anyway that doesn't well, matter. either way her lover's been there the whole time yeah and she's just waiting for her and they just can't see each other. Well, she can't see her lover who's died, but her lover's there. And it's just like, I don't know. It's just not a very appeasing ending, but at the same time, it's somewhat comforting. So it's kind of like you're in that middle where it's like, oh, great, but oh, not so great. It's a little like jagged it's an ending that makes sense in the world but it makes sense a lifetime it's not satisfying as a viewer if that makes sense like i can see that makes a book right or a movie like you read it and then if the the book could be great yeah but the ending could just ruin it suck let's like take batman (laughs) like batman christopher nolan if you based everything on the last like the ending that last movie sucked it wasn't that great number i thought number one and number two were great but number three sucked but you can't base all that. I right? massively agree with that sentiment. <laughs> I, but I feel, I guess that's different when you're looking at a series of movies. But when you're looking at a self-contained season where you have a story that has beginning, middle, and end, there's less of an excuse for it. I, I feel like when you have interesting and compelling characters, but it's kind of like the story. I felt like Hill House. That had a that had an actual beginning, middle, and end. This meandered massively. There was yeah. It was lot a lot less focused. And then they were like, oh, here's the reason why everything happened. And here's everything. They went tied out of their up. way too much to explain. They even went they go so far out of the way to explain things. That even though this turned out to be my favorite episode in the series, that flashback episode, which was the next to last one, really went on for a long time to be like, this is the reason why this uh, house is haunted. <laughs> this is barely why. in there. Like the lady who lived in the lake, it, like we didn't need that much backstory. And we, it felt like they were just trying to extenuate the 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 series or maybe the spookiness of it like oh remember there's nothing spooky it made you understand give me the allure it was like oh you remember four episodes ago where there was those muddy footprints and you just assumed it was the kids doing weird shit at night because you see them doing weird shit at night but you guessing it was like no here's another ghost and it was like oh here's her entire backstory which i found compelling but it also it being the literally the next to the last episode in the series it was like we spent like fucking an hour and five minutes with these characters. And it's like, oh, well, you know, she dressed, you know, some bad shit happened and now she's dead and now she's reliving stuff. And now she just walks and she forgot who she was. and She's faded and she doesn't have a face, but she's 
walks the same circuit and just strangles people for no real reason. I'm faded. And just drags, yeah, drags them into the, the muddy pond or whatever. And this will just continue happening. And if she grabs you or whatever and drags you in the lake, you know what? Maybe you'll you be dead. Maybe you'll be haunted. Maybe you'll be. Maybe you'll. It's you. A, it's me. It's us. <laughs> maybe you'll own a flower shop with your lesbian girlfriend ten years in the future, and you know what? You'll still see this old lady just in reflections and stuff, and you'll think it won't happen, but it will happen. And you, who doesn't? Then you'll be washing to? the dishes in 1995, and you'll be like, oh, <laughs> or you'll. Be, I looked in there. Or you'll be taking a bath, and you'll be like, oh. <laughs> Hey, you, hey, you may be taking a shit. Who knows? <laughs> I, I, that's what I do whenever I look in there. But it's never a lady. <laughs> but it is it's horrible, Mister Hanky. But, but it is horrible to look Had at. <laughs> I'm like, oh no, please, oh, God, don't. <laughs> not this reference again. <laughs> yes, yes, Jake, you will accept it. It's, I don't know. It it had promise but ultimately for me it was it was disappointing and i don't think we necessarily even need to go into spoilers as as much as we have for some of the other stuff we've done for our themed month of october just because you know just watch it for yourself if if it's not appealing to you you're not going to watch it anyways but if you're a fan of hill house i would just say watch it watch I, it I, but don't expect it, it to be it's new it is new it is new. And I think that the last three episodes give you the feeling like they always want to tie like the reasoning behind stuff and everything. Everybody's motivation is love. Right. Which is lame. It is like, like can we just have like a character? I hate for saying this, but like Michael Myers is just like they just enjoy killing people and brutalizing them. And why can't we have a character like that where we don't have to think overthink it? It's and just chaos. Just, They're just chaos for no real reason. Well, let the and that's what I loved about music is that you could listen to the lyrics and paint your own idea of a person without having it spelled out for you. Quit giving me the spelled out. Don't give me alphabet soup. Yeah. Give me something where I have to figure it out. I agree with that because I am I will admit sometimes I am frustrated when things are too ambiguous. But this is one that really goes out of its way to explain just about every plot point. It's too spelled out, man. Yeah. It's alphabet soup. Yeah. At the end, you're just like, okay. L- all I right. get it. Yeah. yeah okay. I, I get it. Like, she did I this al- for this reason. I Great. already got it, but we still have 30 more minutes to go where you're just like, oh, but some more bad shit's probably going to happen, maybe. Well, I just <laughs> don't need it because. <laughs> yeah, you don't need ultimately, it. Ultimately, after I finish watching your movie, I'm just going to remember the highlights and or one of those, lights. it's not going to be <laughs> why the lady in the lake did what she did, but it was more like, oh, there was a lady in the lake. Right. Her back. See, the her backstory that, means shit to me. The fact that she had already faded into obscurity, both in terms of my memory and literally in the story that was told, meant that that really wasn't consequential to the overall story. Like that backstory was cool. But it didn't serve any real sort of purpose for furthering what was right. happening in the real world. Yeah. So ultimately, it was a waste of time, guys. <laughs> it really was. <laughs> and I maybe they'll get it together in the future. Maybe. I, I Still, based on Hill House, I would like to see what this team and this group of actors can do. This doesn't give me a huge vote of confidence. Well, they that, tried- I think that's more the direction of whoever you is know. doing this. If you brought in like a James Wan, right? 
And he's like, you know what? We need Ed and Lorraine Warren. Yeah. That, <laughs> bring us this and it'll be better. Um, yeah. I, I respect them for trying something different. We all know that sometimes you try something different. You hit it out of the park sometimes and other times it falls kind of flat. And this is kind of somewhere in between to where the first few episodes, I was like, all right, this is at least as good as what the first one. But the second half of the season, it just kind of tanked, didn't it? And that kind of deeply, it kind of ruined the first part that I liked even more where all of these questions and mysteries that it sets up, it not only explains in detail, but the detail that it explains it in is disappointing. And the answers and the, the answers to these mysteries are ultimately it, it, it not only doesn't matter, but it's inconsequential. And it, it makes you wonder why it set up these mysteries and questions in the first place when the answers were so simple. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, yeah, it's I think we're we sound like we're more negative on it than it is. I ultimately it I, wasn't that bad, but I it enjoyed, wasn't that great. I enjoyed my experience with it, but Did I you? don't think that Hill House I'd watch again. I don't think that I would ever need to watch Bly Manor again. Yeah, I don't think anybody would have to watch Bly Manor again. Just because it's so tight, it goes out of its way to tie itself up so neatly in the end. It's like, well, why would you like every Well, like <laughs> slow your roller. Yeah. And I just don't think that it was. I feel like sometimes there's a great idea and usually it's in the beginning. It's like with movies and albums and stuff like that. I mean, your second can always be the best, but usually the first is the best. Um, it's just like you have an idea that you marinated on for so long. And once you do like a great idea, then people expect like they'll give you money to do a second one. And then maybe the second one hasn't marinated for long enough and you just don't do it as good as the original. We've talked in the, we've talked before about the difference between doing a follow-up. Do you go bigger or do you go deeper? This succeeded in doing neither of those things. Well, I think they attempted <laughs> to go deeper. They attempted to go deeper to where it's underwater, but ultimately that turned out to be a big old wet fart. And oh, damn, Jake! It's just I I don't know. I, I yeah, you do. You just said it. It's there's a lot of things that are missing in this, and also I don't like it. The I don't like anything at the end where it's like, hey, dumbass. In case you <laughs> in case you didn't understand what had happened up to this point, these are the reasons why these characters acted this way. And this is what happened here. And it's like, all right, Netflix, like I, I get it. I get it. Uh, maybe I looked in the shit out of maybe me. I looked at my phone for a little bit, but I still pretty much understood what was happening. Throughout but did this you season. really? <laughs> but did you really? Well, we're going to make sure you know what happened before the end of this. Um. There's some good individual performances. There's some good ideas here. I liked the setting. I thought that house was pretty creepy. I liked that we get to kind of live through it with these characters rather than it being kind of a complete flashback, which ultimately it is because of the framing device of the story, the way it's being told. But we get to see more of the haunting as it's happening rather than the aftermath of the the haunting. Mm -hmm. But it's still not as satisfying as what we saw in the first season. You know, it's just that first, the way that that first season was told some great acting, great camera work, great story building. Uh, and just, I don't know, just more solid storytelling and more. It was better. Yeah. It, it was better. All it was around. better. And that's not to say it had to be the exact same, 
because that would have probably been my criticism where it's like, oh, they just did the same thing, but it's in England this time. This isn't the same at all. But they kept some of the same actors and actresses, more actresses than actors. Yeah. And it's kind of a similar thing. We talked about it where it's like American Horror Story where it's like, oh, it's a different story, but some of the same actors are back. I think the writing is what gets it. Um, One of the things that I really did enjoy is whenever the ghosts or maybe even people go into what they call like tucked away. Tucked away. Yeah. And I thought that was really good. Um, It was a great idea because or a great explanation because you always hear about like ghosts back in the day. Like some ghosts are knowledge their surroundings and some ghosts just kind of live in the moment that they lived in before and they're yeah. just repeating everything they're just like walking a loop yeah 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 and that, and that kind of um made sense to me just from understanding like that's how people had perceived in the past yeah. like whatever ghosts i don't know if they're real or not um they're not i don't think so well <laughs> one time i seen a pair of feet walking towards me Oh, I forget about this. You yeah, like, that was wild, dude. I had no idea. Um, but anyway, story for another day. Yeah. Um, story for another podcast, maybe. <laughs> yeah. And I just think like that helps explain it and like how ghosts just kind of like go back into their own world. It, it did it really well explaining complicated ideas. And I did enjoy did. that. Um, but was it necessary to know all the ins and outs. No, no. Yeah. I didn't no. think it was necessary and it took away. I think the lady in the lake, if you even told half that story, I think it would have been more, it would help the story better because I think there's some allure to not knowing everything. I think the lady in the lake, you either make, you do the same thing as season one where it's like, we're constantly going back to this or that whole story could have been distilled into about three lines of dialogue where it's like, oh, there was a lady that lived here 300 years ago and some bad shit happened. And now, you know, she wound up drowning and now she just walks the same circle over and over again. Well, I mean, you could even make. OK, and let's say that. I mean, say that took about the lady 12 the seconds and that's basically what happened to her. So well, let's say they don't say anything about the lady in the lake. There's a season three right there. Yeah. Where you could go and explain more about the lady in the lake. It's kind of like how they did with Annabelle and Insidious. Yeah. Um, or I, uh, maybe not Insidious. Uh, the and, Conjuring. Yeah. Well, uh, the, in, the conj- in, in the Conjuring cinematic universe. The yeah. Warren cinematic universe. <laughs> and that's kind of what they did. And I, I maybe you could do better because, I mean, you can't do any worse than Annabelle or The Nun. I feel like they capitalized... Well, I, did, I didn't mind the nun. I thought it was. I thought it was all right. Did you? I've heard yeah. a lot of people say it was terrible. I have not seen it. It's pretty good. I think it. I think I enjoyed it better than Annabelle Comes Home. Really? Just because it's like, oh, it doesn't happen in the house. The the, the Annabelle Comes Home is like a kind of like a. Bottle. I'm gonna take you up on this. It's almost like a That's bottle. Episode. Friday. It's on Hulu, I think. Is it? Yeah, I think you can watch Perfect. it for free on Hulu. So, well, we'll do that, and we'll carve pumpkins. Yeah, no, it, the nun is pretty good. It, it does have some pretty creepy moments, and I think that Perfect. the Catholic Church in general, because of the pedophiles and stuff, is already kind of scary. So, when Just you add because in, because you're going to get touched, when you add in, because you're going to get scared. Well, now you're going to get touched by demons. So mm, that's big, an big. even extra layer of scariness. But Ooh, hello, big borrower. The fact that it was like the 50s and it's like, oh, we're in Romania, the hometown of 
Transylvania and Dracula and Frankenstein, Frankenstein's bitch. monsters and bullshit like that. Yeah. Anyways, uh, I I like the nun. I think it was better than Annabelle comes home, but that's just me. Um, mainly because Annabelle comes home. Sorry, this is a different one, but if that felt more like a, a teen horror movie from like the eighties, that was slightly adapted to like modern bloody days. Valentine 3d kind of, yeah, kind of like that where it's just like, I don't know. It it felt more like that kind of movie and the nun was more something a little bit different. Not dramatically different where your mind's going to be blown, but it's like it's a different setting, it's a different time period and it is more unsettling rather than oh here's some teens and a scary house and some wacky shit happens. Yeah. Yeah, it's it's a different kind of movie, but yeah. Bly Manor, if you are interested, I'd say I would still recommend that you watch it. I would it. watch it just so you can have an opinion on something that is pop culture referenced right yeah. now. It It is big. I do think it everybody is, I've talked to does not like it as much as I, the original. I, I don't think it's as good. I wouldn't. I would still watch something from the same team of creators, though, just to, because I know what they can produce. Maybe this is just their sophomore slump and they come back with something in season three. That's even, even better, but you know, that's just, that's just where we're at. We're kind of star for new content and I, you know, Very nice. you know, I, I would never discourage a team of creatives from trying something different. Sometimes but, it works. Sometimes it don't man. And in but, this case, it kind of didn't, <laughs> but this I'm was glad my they favorite. tried, <laughs> but we'll, we'll get there. They will do something better. I'm sure but yeah um i think i've pretty much said everything i need to say about blind manor do you have anything else you want to add um no i just bought a um a spider punk fungo pop um, oh which hell i'm pretty, yeah, I'm pretty stoked on it's got like guitar and it's got like the uh, mohawk how much did you pay for that it's like 12.99 oh that's not bad at all i really wanted to get a, some uh ff7 figurines for my um for my shelf back here but they were for like fucking 60 dollars yeah there's some that are really expensive yeah here's what the one for oh i really like like that that's not nearly as shitty as some of the funko pops i've seen i don't generally i I don't like funko pop art style but that spider punk one looks really good i got a batman one i'm just gonna show you real quick like um if it comes up Boom. I just got to click that button. There it is. And Batman kind of looks like Michael Keaton Batman. Oh, yeah, no, it is. It says 1989. Um, but yeah, I got that one, too. I don't mind that. Yeah, I, I think that's I pretty straightforward. That. And he's got, he doesn't have nipples. I think. Yeah. <laughs> um, Didn't have them Clooney nipples, man. So I'm going to put this at my work so I can just like have my. Those are two good choices. I'd say, yeah, I really like sure. Spider-Punk. I think that was my that- favorite. If they don't bring Spider Punk back for Miles I, Morales, I'd be so mad. Or some version of that, I would. I would like. They don't that. have to be the same, but I would yeah. really appreciate. Or uh, Spider Man Noir. I did like Spider Man Noir. I like that too. I think I played the majority of Spider Man in the Spider Punk outfit. I'd say. Yeah, and that's what um, I would do too. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, um, that's you know basically it for this week, guys. Um, Next week, we'll do a uh, some more news, uh, probably more of a spoiler recap of Boys Season, season 2. Uh, I know Ryan's been chomping at the mm-hmm. bit to talk about that for a little while, mm-hmm. so we'll talk about that. Uh-huh. And preview some uh, Miles Morales, maybe. We'll yeah. See. Uh, Actually, not next week. Not next week, no. week but maybe, maybe two weeks. I'm going to be off. Yeah. So <laughs> Now, nah, maybe three weeks from now. Yeah. It's going to be well, three weeks anyways, from now. Anyways, once that game comes out, we'll t- play it and talk about yeah, it. Yeah, there we go. 
<laughs> we'll just keep it general. Perfect. Um, well, yeah. Fuck you guys. We love you. Give us some love. Fucking rate it. Come on, bitches. Yep. And uh, you know, Spotify. I think you can get paid more doing Spotify, right? Yep. Uh, Give us if money. You're Joe, if you're Joe Rogan, uh, we're poor. You know what? We'll go ahead and sell out to Spotify. We'll do that. <laughs> yeah. I mean, we will blow you. Uh, vaginas and penises, buttholes, um, toes, fingers, gigantic nut sacks that haven't yeah. been stroked in 38 years. E fucked. Check it out. It's yep. wild. Don't it's like check it fondue. Out. It haunt your memories. I have not stopped thinking about it for four days. You now. haven't stopped thinking about a man who ejaculates like a water fountain for days. It's been seared into my brain in a way that I just can't seem to come to grips with. Nighty night, bitches. Until next time, folks. I'm gonna, st- I'm gonna hit pause eventually or stop even. Yeah, you can go for it. Yeah. Yeah. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowl and Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowl and Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at bowlandbranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details.